All's Well, dreamy mattresses for real life. All's Well believes in the power of a good night's sleep for all. It's been their guiding principle since launch. Democratizing good sleep is the reason for being. And they've proven this with products that feature innovative technology and unbelievable comfort and support without deflating your wallet. Designed to make good sleep accessible to all, the Allswell features hybrid mattress technology, combining the best of both worlds, memory foam and individually wrapped coils, for a winning blend of comfort and support. Their goal was to create an affordable mattress without sacrificing quality or luxury. The result? The Allswell Queen cost $345. No, that is not a typo. $345 for a Queen mattress. Follow the link in the show notes. Let's all all's well know who sent you and help support our show. For free shipping, 10-year limited limited warranty, 100-night risk-free trial, and financing on these mattress sets for as low as 0% APR. Guys, this is an offer you can't refuse. I believe in them. Y'all should believe in them. Go check them out. All's well. For dreamy mattresses for real life. Three, two, one, boom. Ahmed's in the house. Ahmed from Dallas. Yes, is sir. Your, is I mean, I guess uh, let's do it. No headphones. I mean, I can't even hear myself, anyways. I know. <laughs> Shit is uh, I need I need to get an audio engineer. Yeah. I'm sure there's a ton out there in California. There are plenty. I could I could link you up. I could ask Lee Saya and see if he could. Really? Yeah, you know Lee Saya. Dude. Yeah. Church of what's happening. Yeah, yeah. I could ask him a couple questions. I'd say he's the nicest guy ever. Really? So, yeah, I've seen him around a couple mics. I could ask him. Does like, he hey. say if he? D- d- do you know if he's like super busy all the time? Is he? No, or he has I, downtime. I think he has downtime. Not everybody is super busy. I know. I mean, someone will always have. No. But I'm just. I could literally just be like, "Hey, I have a friend who has some audio engineering questions. Can you help him?" It, what if he says no? He says no. If he says yes, I'd be like, "I'll give you. I'll link you guys up." You know. Uh, he's Jewish. Yeah. So tell him it's a Palestinian. <laughs> so you should get some good material. I mean, he's Palestinian if that helps. But yeah, he's uh, no, literally one of the nicest people ever. But I mean, he's one of the few that I sort of know. I see him at Fourth Wall. Like it's a mic that I usually go to. I see him. I see Josh Potter from your mom's house. So you see, yeah. you see a couple other. You see some people here and there. I don't. I I don't like go into there. I'm like oh, and I start talking about the podcast because obviously that's the last thing they want to hear because it's their job, you know. Yeah. It's like it's like me getting off of work from accounting and people are like oh, so like how's tax season? I'm like dude, I'm, what? <laughs> um, well, if yeah. you can, that would be awesome. I I would have yeah. a few questions. I, I mean, I think I kind of got it down. Yeah, but. There's always room for improvement. Yeah, you're trying. I mean, I mean the fact that you're doing it helps. Um, oh, I can see myself on the screen now. Oh, cool. I like this. Yeah, we got a we got a full setup. Now you got your own shot. Oh wow. So you are <laughs> you are also uh, Jamie from the Rogan Experience. I'm trying, man. It's this looks good. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm okay. So last time, last time we did the podcast, I was I, I did it at uh, Muhammad Ashi's yeah. place, which uh, we were. I was thankful for him doing it. 
but now it's it's set up here never have to clean up never have to put put it it's just everything is here just come in click a button start sit yeah down, leave everything everything is good here but um i felt like it was i was trying too hard to to have it organized in a set way i'd rather just be able to come in talk catch up mm -hmm. with friends and everything yeah that's good oh man a lot has changed it was october 28 no Nin 2019 Tw august 2019. of 2019 i said yeah august of 2019 since we did the podcast and I you were already in california yeah i was already in yeah i left it was a year it's been a year, year since i yeah, yeah since i left that time i mean yeah so i've been in la for a little over a year and a half now yeah, what are we, March? Yeah, March 2020, so. Yeah, yeah. I came here to do shows. Great. Thanks for coming to my show. No problem. Yeah, for, for I'm, I'm sure a lot of people that um, are going to see this, they did come see your show. Yeah. It was a sold-out show at the <laughs> Dallas Comedy House. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. Really proud of it. Oh, man, we laughed <laughs> so hard. We, we really you. enjoyed it. And all, honestly, it's like when I've never gone to – We've tried seeing your show the last time. Yeah. And we went to the, to wrong, the wrong show. Room. Yeah, we the, wrong, the room. wrong room. We're, we're like waiting. We're like, okay, Ahmed's coming up right now. Yeah. No. Okay. And then they say, all right, everyone, that's all. Oh, yeah, the Great improv show. Like, that's right. Did he bail? No, y'all went to the wrong improv show. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. We ended up getting called onto the stage. Yeah, Hannah Hannah yeah. and you, right? Yeah. That's awesome. We did improv. It was fun. That's great. We were worried coming to your show that you would like – you would call out one of the people that you knew and mess with them. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, that one. Yeah, that one was an improv show with my old troops, Sunglow, which I just did a show with them. Uh, we had a show at five p.m. That was fun. I mean, I haven't done improv in a very long time, so or or performed with that specific troupe in a long since I left. So oh, really? yeah, do but you, do you do any improv over there? Um, I do groundlings. I do classes at at the which is an Im is an improv sketch comedy theater. Yes. Um, oh yeah, I remember you telling me when you got that. Like, you, yeah. you're still doing it. You yeah, I'm it? still doing it. Yeah. Um, well, I do sketch classes at UCB, improv classes at groundlings, and they're both to help supplement my stand up comedy. Um, I'm mainly focusing on stand up. Because it's a way for me to like market myself the best. You do it like you're getting stage time when you're doing. I'm getting. I mean, you've been following me on Instagram, and yeah, I've been getting a lot of stage time, and it's really. Uh, it's cool. Do do you t like people just record you while you're up there? You're fine with that. Uh, These places don't have like no phone policy. Um, this one, I I told them to record that the fifth the show on Friday night. Oh, you recorded that. I recorded that show. So my plan. My plan is to chop it up and post clips of it on Instagram. Instagram, YouTube? Yeah, Instagram. Yeah, well, not the full set on YouTube. No one's going to watch it. But I'm just going to put little jokes on Instagram and yeah. see how it goes. Um, I mean, this is the best way to market yourself now. Like, Instagram, it's, it's like, it sucks that you have to have a social media following in order for people to, like, come see you or, or, bookers to take you seriously it's like oh he means really they they look at your social media yeah like in, in la followers. no <laughs> in la um yeah in la they would rather they would well um like let's say flappers comedy like they would have like an instagram 
guy who has like 2 million, 3 million followers, they would have him headline a show, even though he's been doing stand-up, or let alone little to no stand-up at all. And they would ask him to do like headline to do like 45 minutes, 15 minutes, but instead he would just get a bunch of openers or like comics who actually do stand-up, get them to, they would do like more time, and then he would just like do 20 minutes or 25 minutes. Jeez. Yeah. Wait, how many it's followers b- did he have? You said it's there is like he had one more followers. Yeah, he had because he had like twenty two million. Sorry, two million, three million followers, and he could sell out a room. Mm. You know, mm. the fact that he could that I don't I forgot what's the Instagram guy's name, but the fact that he could sell out a room is what the he club got matters. Doing something else. Yeah. He got followers doing. Yeah, something he else just does he sketches and videos. You know, that's edited, but like stand up is different, you know? Um, like you've seen my Instagram and my sketches and the videos I post, yeah, they're great, but it's nothing compared to what you experienced live, com- live stand up comedy on Friday. You were like, oh, that was amazing, you know? Um, well, half and the it was time m- that people are looking on Instagram, it's like in like they're doing something else and they have their Instagram out. You know what I'm saying? Like while yeah. you're driving, while you're. Yeah, in between in a break. Exactly. And no one's going to see over like I'm not I can't put my 15 minute set on YouTube. No one's going to see that. Yeah. You know, instead, they're going to see like a 30 second clip of, you know, of, of from that show of a joke that I thought was great. You know, put it in, put the subtitles, caption it correctly and promote it. Promote it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you really have to put yourself out there. You're making me want to get back onto social media. Yeah, it's tough for sure. And now it's the a, algorithm it's hard to keep up with. Yeah, it. the algorithm has changed to a point where the only time Instagram posts will get out there is if they're paid for. Like, you know how you could pay mm-hmm. for Instagram posts? Yeah, uh, those are the ones that will come at you Wait, and come so, out to no, your non-followers. So I follow you, you follow me on Instagram. If you post something, you're saying I won't necessarily see it unless if I mean, you're, maybe if you're at the right place, the right time. Dude, there's so many posts. Like, there's so many people where I would get me- uh, times where I get messages. And, like, even now, like, I got some messages today. They're like, oh, I didn't know you were in Dallas. I'm like, dude, I've been posting yeah. about it so much. Like, I... I did like a big, um, you know, extra ass post, um, you know, a week before I left. Yeah. And then I posted on my story. I posted on my thing. And it's only a percentage of my followers that actually saw it. Um, well, enough people saw it. Enough it was people. A sold out show. I mean, it was a sold out show. Enough people, people were s- squeezing by. There was people sitting on the floor. Really? I'm not even kidding. The entrance, there's people standing, just standing, yeah. and people sitting on the floor. Really? I swear. I had no idea. So it was sold out, and they let more people in. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. Um, thank you for saying that, um, or sharing that. Um, but, yeah, it's really just, um, I mean, alhamdulillah, that's all I can say right now. Right. It's just yeah. like. So how, how long, how how far in are you in uh, comedy? Yeah. Um, Stand up three years, improv four years. Four years. So, so where, when do you think you'll catch a break? I don't know, man. I, 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 th- I thought about that too. Um, um, LA is a place where you could get caught up 
seeing other people who are catching their big break and they're literally your neighbor across, you know. Um, but my 2020 resolution was to stop comparing myself to other people, stop comparing myself to other comedians because everyone has their own path. But what I can say, and I think I mentioned this on the last podcast was, or the last episode was, I don't know when uh, when I will have my big break. I don't know how or whatever. But all I know is when the opportunity comes, I'll be ready for it. See, I can't control like a guy in a business who coming watching my so- my show and then seeing me and then discover. I can't control any of that. True. What I can control is writing every day, um, going on stage, working on uh, working on my jokes, working on my material, and being a good stand up com- comedian. You know, uh, and putting my content out there and putting my name out there. That's what I can control. Um, yeah, it's using using that energy. Uh, yeah, and what you can control. And the fact that I'm, and the fact that I live in a place where I'm able to do that in LA, and I have the opportunity. Alhamdulillah, man, I'm grateful. I really am, man. Mm-hmm. I'm not, um, I'm not in a situation where I have to move back to Dallas and like you know, you know, uh, and struggle. You know, just to make ends meet. No, I I have my I have a good job, I have uh, a hobby. Well, yeah, it's a glorified hobby, but it let's say comedy. It's a, yeah, <laughs> or well, it's not a glory. It's a dream. Let's say that. You know. Yeah, and you're working. Uh, I don't want to put myself down, but yeah, in a in a way where, you know, it's I treat it like a second job. I really do, and I care about it so much. So. But, yeah, to answer your question, I don't know when my big break will happen. All I know is um, just working on it so when the opportunity comes, I'll uh, I'll prove myself. I'll be ready, you know, because there's no such thing as too late, but there is a thing as too early. You could – and there's so many you could think of who just became famous too early or got their big break too early, and it's just not – um, it stunts the growth. It, it stunts it the growth, yeah. And well, this is for comedy too. Comedy is something where you have to be like Bill Burr is the greatest example. Like he didn't make it till forties, forties, yeah, yeah, early forties, yeah, forties. And that was good because he was to a point where, um, and other comedians were talking about, like Donnell Rawlings was talking about Bill Burr. He was like, Bill Burr was the type of guy where. Where he's in his thirties, comedian, get up on stage, nobody knows him, destroys like a room, nobody knows him, and everyone's like, Who is he? Who is he? This guy's funny, like this guy's great. And then, you know, his big break happened. You know what his big break was, or what I think his big break what? was? Was uh he did a Philly show. Yeah. And uh he's from Boston. Exactly. And yeah. So Boston people and Philly people don't like each other. Yeah. And uh, they started – they were booing either him or the previous person, the yeah. previous uh, comedian. So when he came out, he was like – he just started roasting Philly, the crowd, the people, the state, all yeah. of them. And everyone, I people were that, throwing yeah, stuff on the stage. Video. And so that got put on YouTube and it just blew up. And that blew him up and also um, his specials. Because you see the video, that's I haven't seen and it's not one. when you think of it. Oh, it's amazing! I love it. 
I love it. It's I think it's his best one so far. Wow. Same as Dave Chappelle, Sticks and Stones. Mm-hmm. The thing about stand-up comedy, you're always gonna get better. Yeah. You know, if you keep working on it, as long you as keep you're better. On it. Yeah, and it's not. It's um. Yeah, and it's a muscle you have to just keep working on, flexing, and it's like working out. You know. Yeah. You know, if you haven't been to the gym in over a month, you lose gains that, that you've been that working momentum. on for six months. And the momentum. Yeah. There's momentum. Yeah. Um, who uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, Bill Burr. Like, okay, yeah, the Boston thing was his big break, one of his big breaks. But it was that plus having all these amazing specials. I saw uh, uh, why not? Why do I do this? The one you you people are all the same. I think it was his second or third special. You know what? We can we can search this. Yeah, right? yeah, you could search it. Um. He, uh, you really are the Jamie. I, I dig it. <laughs> you're, you're a one man show in this podcast. I love it. Um, so do this. <laughs> yeah, but you people are all the same. That one is when I discovered is when I saw that special on YouTube, and um, and I just was like, who is this guy? Like, this is the best comedian I've ever seen in my life. You know. Um, Yep, 2012. Back when he had hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is 2012. So Do you think this was his? This was his break. This not break? his big break, but it was when like he started catching more. You know, everyone saw it, and he was on Netflix at the right place at the right time. If you go on Netflix specials, mm-hmm. Netflix comedy specials, I think 2013 or 2012, they release. It's on Wikipedia. Yeah, go there. And can the people on the podcast, can they see? They can see this. Okay, okay. All right. On two, so, so look at this. Netflix, in 2012, they released one special, Bill this, Burr. This was, this was the first special? That was the first Netflix special. And, he, and, and get this, dude. Bill Burr was saying in an interview, when he said, when people would bring him up in comedy clubs, they said, oh, he's doing a special on Netflix. People in the back were la- snickering and laughing at him. Wow. He now has he gets Netflix gives him a boat a boatload of money, you know. Uh, I didn't know that he was the first one. Yeah. So this is for they have other specials on Netflix before 2012, but they weren't Netflix. No, no, they just Netflix bought production. it. Yeah, they yeah. just bought it. Yeah. You know, like because they were because Netflix was like we just need as much content as well, yeah. but a Netflix produced special. <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. But a Netflix produced special was, yeah, Bill Burr. Wow. I mean, he was at the right place. And another person was Tom Segura. Tom Segura was saying, like, his agents, when he filmed uh, uh, Completely Normal mm-hmm. with Comedy Dynamics, like, his manager's like, hey, we, we sold the. Because he was trying to sell it to Comedy Central and other bigger places at the time. And he was like, yeah, we sold it to Netflix, but you know they're 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 doing all right. They're doing all right, like trying I to make that. Yeah. And then next thing you know, like like when the Netflix era it's happened. Like, yeah, I guess. Okay. 2013, 2014, the Netflix era. Everyone was on Netflix. Everyone and their mothers were on Netflix. Everyone's like, "Have you heard of this Tom Segura? Have you heard of this Bill Burr? Have you heard of this like one other? You know what I mean? Um, what's his Burt Kreischer? I guess mm-hmm. another one. Uh, Ali Wong. And I haven't other. seen anything from Ali Wong. Is she good? She's great. Yeah, I've seen her live. Fantastic Blair. comedian. She's really good. Uh, Joe Coy. I'm trying to think. But, like, other n- people just blew up from Netflix. 
you know? Yeah, and now that's the that's where you. And want now to that's see. that's what everyone says. Netflix special. Oh, I can't wait to see your Netflix special. That's like the holy grail, you know. If you're on Prime, Amazon Prime, it's like. I mean, Amazon Prime, you have Jim uh, Jim Gaffigan, who's great, but then they uh, had like. Uh, Brian Callen. No, Brian Callen was his was funny. Yeah. Uh, Alana Glazer's hers hers was terrible. <laughs> Terrible, God. Really? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Now, um, all these streaming services, they just want to put as many as much content out there, and that's the thing about comedy now. It, In yeah. a comedy boom, you, uh, it's being saturated, where they're pushing for quantity over quality. So it's not. It's not where this guy is fun. It's the same as the business. That's just the business now. It's no. not It's not about who's funnier and who's not. It's about who could sell more tickets, who has a bigger following. Alana Glazer, she's popular from Broad City, and she's hilarious on Broad City. She fucking wrote the show with her writing partner, and she's a talented act, comedy actress and a sketch writer. Mm-hmm. Terrible stand-up, I'm going <laughs> to say that. And it's not... And Why I'm not run into her when you go back. To I will like it's not and it's not like uh, it's like, dude, you're not ready. Same as Jeremy Piven. You got you know, what I mean, or who else is another actor turned comedian? But they become comedians because they have a following and they could sell out. Arsenio Hall. He did a special not too long ago. It was not good because he wasn't ready. He hasn't. He started off as stand up, yes, but you haven't done stand up in over what 10, 11, 15 years. And it's like they're doing the stand up they were doing ten or eleven years ago. Yeah, and it's also like very vanilla, very. It doesn't connect. Um, I just care about this uh, art form so much, so I could so, be very. <laughs> right. I'm always like very critical about. So that like, means when you do your special, it's gonna inshallah. be ten out of ten. Inshallah. That's that's what I want. Now, what is there like a rule when to uh, when to do that? Is it just like you know when you're ready to do one? I'm not I'm not thinking about special because until ten years in. Ten years in? Whoa! I, yeah. Not five? No. 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 Maybe ten is when. You, but dude, I I saw you Friday. You are so confident <laughs> up there. Thank you. I it appreciate looked, it. Like you said, three years doing comedy. It looks like you've been doing it ten years. Yeah, I really appreciate. Well, I've been putting in the work. Yeah. You know, I really I'm not have. trying to. Like, no, uh, I appreciate like, it. you, and you like don't like in it. No, no, I trust me. I man, I have the most honest friends in the world. I mean, auto people are so fucking honest, bro. <laughs> no, when you don't want them. Auto Muslimin <laughs> are so honest. <laughs> and I have the, and a good one on like, that on that on that premise. Like they'd be like, "Walla," and this is like genuine honesty. I had one. I don't want to say his name, but he'd be like, "Man, bro, you were so good." Like I literally came in thinking I'd have to fake laugh, but you proved me wrong. I was like, "Thanks." Something Ali would say. <laughs> no, it wasn't Ali. No, Ali. No, uh, Wallah, shout out to Ali Sahiti Kram Sayed Hamza Qatan. They were there since day one. They were there at my level one improv show, my first stand up show. That's who I sat my, with. I, I sat with them three. Yeah. I, I met uh, Hamza. Yeah, and like, and like they saw the progression. You know, they saw how much I've worked. They were like, dude, that was amazing. And it felt good because yeah. it's like, yeah, I've been working my ass off for yeah, this. And, and are the people 
at the shows, do they tell you like, "Hey, good job"? Yeah, you for sure. Yeah, which which shows? Like any, like the one that one that you just did, or in the ones that you do in LA. Oh, the audience people when or the other like, comics? Uh, no, other comics or yeah. or the the managers, like whoever. The yeah, owner, yeah, yeah, yeah. The you? owner, well, the owner wasn't there, but the person. Like the today, the person, the host or the booker slash host of the show, she was like, "That was really good." Like, mm-hmm. you know, she saw me in Dallas. So you're getting uh, that recognition. The recognition. The um, like people are appreciating your. I guess effort. vindicated, but they never thought I was bad. Well, at least my well, friends. It's like, my, regardless, my you're friends. you're putting in the work, but yeah, they, I'm wondering, do people like say, "Hey, like we see what you're doing"? You're yeah, doing yeah. I had a lot of friends who've been to my shows back in like before I left Dallas, and they were like, "The progression is amazing." It was just. And then if um, say say and people will be honest, and if they if they didn't like what they saw, then and they tell you, then you know, like, oh, I need to work on Yeah, this I need to work on this. You know, what did they not like about yeah. it? What did they not, you know? Um, but you, you were saying that the Arab is being so honest. Yeah. Oh, actually, I can't say it. Why? <laughs> you, could, you don't have to say the name. No, just, no, no, no. Okay, so, um, no, actually, let's okay. not. It's, my, it's about my wife. Okay, oh, just tell me, tell oh, me the yeah. off mic, yeah. Off mic, off air. It's not, it's not, I will tell me the name. I'll fucking kill. anyone talk shit about my sis. No, no, I'll fucking it, kill. It's just like an Arab lady, like it's not her position, and they'll just tell you as if they know. You. Yeah, like, right, like, dude. That's that's just uh, the, uh, Arab parents. That's tell just, me that. dude. Arab parents. Are, business. It wasn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's just well because a lot of these Arab housewives have nothing to do with their lives, so they just sit there and mind everybody else's business when they just because they got nothing else going on in their lives. We're Arab, by the way, so we can talk shit about Arab. Yeah, <laughs> Jews, on the other hand, not just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> Today's a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, having a message you want to share with the world or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed on all the major podcast platforms or directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Google Podcasts, and and plenty more Um, within minutes of recording. So it's just a click of a button. It gets launched onto all these platforms. I use Buzzsprout. It has been the absolute easiest thing to deal with. So for those of y'all out there that think that I'm working really hard to put each and every podcast on all these platforms, each individually, you're wrong. It's super easy. I did barely. I, they did all the work. Buzzsprout. They're awesome. Uh, everything is so smooth. They help you. They help you so much with your podcast. So they're always coming out with their own podcasts on, on podcasting and how to improve them and how to reach more people and and, and so much more. It, it, it has been extremely helpful for me. And uh, so podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. And the team Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout. To get their message out to the world. Follow the link in the show notes. To let Buzzsprout know that we sent you here at Oobs News.
Well, you 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 killed it in your show. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, what some? By the way, guys, didn't know he was coming into town. He messaged me saying that, uh, like, hey, I'm coming to Dallas for a show. Got the tickets, went to it, and then I saw him at the show, and I was like, hey, like, want to do a podcast? And so this was like a like a yeah. very spontaneous. Yeah. So uh, so we didn't have any notes. Typically, when you do a podcast, you say, we have "Hey, this is things ready. I want to ask." But you. I like this. This is very well. We've, we've been we're childhood friends, so yeah. it's more like let's talk uh, about that. Yeah, childhood. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, there was a house that y- y'all moved a few times, but there was one house that I remember always going to. Uh, next, oh, what was that park on Buckingham? Mm-hmm. Oh, on Woodhaven. Woodhaven. Yeah. Uh, that house. Um, I remember always coming over and obviously not stay in the house. We would be running around the neighborhood, fighting and everything. But I remember one time you and uh, Abdurrahman got into it in the house and like y'all ran into a wall and like broke the wall. Y'all were fighting. <laughs> I guess he he said something and it pissed you off. That sounds like something I would do. Yeah. Yeah. You got what? Five brothers? Four brothers? Yeah, it's four boys, one girl. Oh, four brothers. It's five boys, one girl. But yeah, I have four brothers. That sounds like something because back then we used to fight all the time. Yeah. Uh, no, we- just in the grass. Like, all right, everyone's wrestling. You just take Yeah, trip. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, roll roll around in dirt, you know. <laughs> Literally, no. <laughs> like little pigs. <laughs> Your brother made me eat uh, ants. Yeah, we ate ants pie. as dare. Yeah, as a dare, though. As yeah. a dare? He was eating it like it was a snack. Yeah, it was a protein, yeah. <laughs> I actually wrote, I'm working on a joke right now. I, I'm still trying to structure it properly. But pretty much it's just a joke about one time I remember going to Yemen. And we were staying in Hadda, which is like a neighborhood, like in the suburban area. But it's in the village on the mountains and uh my uncle had a goat and i remember waking up one morning and seeing my little brother like hey we like i was like hey guys we gotta go to the market you know get some food and abdurrahman was like hang on so he like went and grabbed a goat by its tit and then squeezed the milk and squirting it right straight to his mouth (laughs) and he was like dude it is so much better straight from the tit like (laughs) really yeah Was he just trying to be funny or yeah i mean it was but it was actually really good yeah i did it too yeah it was actually really good um, gotta try that. Yeah. <laughs> um, all the, yeah, but, uh, you, well, you, you're kind of, you're, you're, are you tired from the show? You did a, you did a I mean, I've been show. up for a while, so I'm a little like, I'm not, I'm not like. And probably the time up? change is messing with you because you're, you're, you're two hours behind and yeah. then the one hour change. So is it three hours? Yeah, it's a three hour difference Whoa. right now. Yeah. So, and I slept late last night. Because comedy, it goes, it runs late. So, well, especially now, usually in L.A., I would just, like, finish a show and go straight home. Mm-hmm. But now it's like I have friends who come to the show, and I, ha- I, wa- I need to, like, spend time with – you should have seen me on Friday. Bro, you saw me. Like, at Friday, there was a line. There was a line. No joke. A there, big line of people wanting to we say We were hi. stuck on the inside. Like, we couldn't get out. We were like, guys, is there another exit? Like, yeah. It's blocked off. He has – <laughs> he had a meet and greet, literally. Yeah, I mean, that and I—that's what I want. I'm not gonna be, or maybe we'll see. But I don't think see myself as the type of guy that like finishes a show and then looks like twenty bucks to see me. You know? Uh, I mean, right now, maybe the as of uh, well, yeah, coronavirus right? for sure. I mean, no, you gotta pay me to see me. Yeah, but I don't see myself like yeah. I want to meet like all 
Inshallah. Like, I'm just so grateful. Like, and I individually was mes- was messaging people like, hey, thank you so much for coming to my show. You know, like, it really means the world to me. I'm, you know, for the people who saw my show and I haven't messaged you and listening to this, thank you so much. Really, I admire it so much, you know. Um, it, was, it was so yeah. much fun. Everyone was laughing. Man, <laughs> it, was, it was a great atmosphere. Thank you. I, it, was, it was weird because I didn't think... I just didn't think that I would see a bunch of people that I knew. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw them, it was just like, oh, y'all are, y'all are supporting him too. I just, it didn't cross my mind, oh, we're in Dallas where he grew up that there will be other people. Well, yeah. and there Typically, are just, when you go watch a show, you are you don't know anyone in the audience. Yeah, you don't. You, but with your wife. And what's even better friend. was the there are people who came who don't know me. Are now fans of me from that show. I got new followers and <laughs> I bet. yeah, and 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 messages like, "Hey, I've never met you." We were like, it was uh, okay. Uh, so remember at the at the when I was talking about uh, uh, I'm in the same league as an average looking white guy, and I pointed at the guy in the mm-hmm. audience. Uh, I think it was his girlfriend that messaged me. He was like, oh my god, when you point out my boyfriend, that was my that was so funny. Like you were gray, like really. You know, that's uh, so cool. It was awesome. It, it felt really cool to, um, I don't know, for uh, like after three years of doing stand up, like I'm finally hitting to a point where I'm like, oh, like I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm actually good at this, you know, and I and I have potential to keep going and to oh, make something of myself. Yeah. You have it all. I mean, like I said, it really is putting in the work. It's writing every day, getting on stage and. I'm going to keep saying it. I'm going to keep saying it. And it's like if you have any passion for anyone listening, it's like just put in the hours. And there's going to be moments where you don't feel like you could do it anymore. But that's the time where that's the time where your your um, where your determination and your relentless uh, energy, I guess, mm-hmm. that's when it like that's when it is like shown or. When it grows, I guess. I don't know. Man, I'm it's, not making like any you, sense. You, you uh, gotta, no, you are. You're, you, it's like you got to dig deep in the, yeah. In the down yeah, times that's what when I'm it's saying. tough. That way, it yeah. just it takes you farther. Yeah. Like, I, I've had moments in L.A., especially because uh, that town can be so lonely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I miss my friend. I mean, you saw it. I have a big community there, the Muslim community, the Dallas Comedy House community. I left all of that, and, you know, L.A. is a very – um, everyone is every every man for himself in a way. Well, you do have your group of friends, and you're all helping each other. But in the end, it's you know I and I and I try my best to be that comic or that person that tries to help other people. Um, I have my group of friends, and I love them all. Um, you know, to all like my LA friends that I've made, and I really do love and appreciate them. And I can see myself helping. Like if they like, I've had friends who get, gain opportunities and then they would help me, or or vice versa. You know, yeah. um, you find that team, you find that circle, and you grow together. Um, I feel like Joe Rogan did it best. I mean, Joe Rogan like had that successful podcast, but he pulled his friends along. You know, and not just him, like comics he doesn't know or people he's. Like, you know, and I hate how people think of him as, like, like people are like, oh, you listen to Joe Rogan, and they think of you, they put you in this box, because that's what people do. They put you in boxes, 
But what's wrong with listening to Joe Rogan? Yeah, I know, I know. Well, people think it's like it's oh, like you're a mainstream. It, no, not mainstream. People think uh, people who li- pe- like people who don't. They think if you listen to Joe Rogan, it's like you're like alpha buff broy. Um, I mean, I even have a joke about it in my stand-up. I go, yeah, I just want compliments from Joe Rogan fans. <laughs> I'm calling it out. And I'm a fan. He came He came to Dallas in November. We went and saw him. How was, his stand-up is great. Yeah, I just love, man, alhamdulillah, I could just go to. Shit. That's, he's great, yeah, but that's what he does. That's so. what he does. Yeah. And it's really good. And um, it's all relevant. Yeah. Well, same as Bill Burr, same as Dave Chappelle, same as uh, Michelle Wolf, Jessica Kirsten. They like they talk a lot of shit. Um, um, my comedy, I don't really, I don't really talk shit. I'm very, per- I'm, I'm very, I'm like a Kevin Hart, I guess, if that's the type yes. of comedy. Yes. I'm very, uh, you know, positive, happy. Everyone, let's all together. If you're black, white, you know. Uh, brown, yeah, gay, straight, lesbian, you know, um, and honestly, I prefer gay people only, but <laughs> they're the best audience. No, but they, uh, like any, I don't care, like I want all ages, all, that's what, that's what, like pretty much Friday, the crowd that you saw, that's what I wanted, and that's it was like it was a diverse crowd. It was young yeah. people, old people. Yeah. It was you know different colors, different Arabs, Muslims, white, atheists. It was yeah. It was so many I people, and that. and they were all enjoying my comedy, and the, and why? Because it was personable. It was all about me. Every category about it was just tracing it through my experience and my point of view through these specific subjects. You know. Yeah, and it, that's that's what that's what makes it special, in my opinion. When there's a comedian, I'm I'm not a comedian. I'm just a big fan. Of <laughs> but 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 the thing is, it's like you you get it though. You're an audience member who watches a lot of comedy, and even though you're not a stand-up comedian, there's still like you've seen good comedy and you've seen bad comedy, and honestly, like you do have. You are entitled to your opinion because you're an audience member, you know? But what you do, like, uh, or what good comedians like you do is you make it personable. There's comedians out there that are like, oh, what would a comedian say? Yeah. What would a comedian and that's how I was the first. They're not connected. Yeah, and that's how exactly I was the first year, two years of comedy. That's exactly how I was. I was just doing anything to get a laugh. I was doing anything to, like, um... I was like, I think this is funny, you know? Yeah. I would just say whatever, do whatever. And it's not – and that's just what commu- what you do as a community. I mean, even now, I just try to – that's the goal. The end goal is to make people laugh um, and not <laughs> and not try to offend anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, my What's cool was, like I said, was I had like uh, – Shout out to Wes and Shane. They're two. They're in Sunglow with me, and we started open mics together. Wait, what's Sunglow? Sunglow is the improv troupe that oh. I performed with. But two of the improv troupe mates, Shane, uh, Shane and Wes, they did. Op- they uh, they came open. We were we started stand up together. We were doing open mics together, and and they were at the show and they were they were like the most impressed cuz they were like I remember when you first saw it and Shane was like 
that was 100% you. That was just you on stage. Like, earlier, it was just, like, sort of you, a little bit nervous, trying his best to make laughs, trying to sell a joke. But you just got up, like, very confident, very relaxed, and just had a blast and had a fun time. So... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the other stuff that I seen from you was like the, the recordings that you sent me, and they were good. But it's like, but you weren't there. I wasn't there. So. And also the jokes that you saw, it was similar that you heard from the video, I think, but sort of some little different. But also like it, they were still on works. The crowd wasn't as hot at all. Um, so coming in, it was just like like I was like. Uh, well, two things. Being with a bunch of people that I knew, like I was saying, it, I, I felt like it would be weird to laugh. Like, it, it's like, oh, there's people. I don't know. It was That's I, the stand-up? No, no, no. At your show. You. Like, I, I came in once I realized, like, oh, there's a bunch of people I know. Like, I feel awkward just, like, burst out laughing, you know? But everyone else was laughing. I know, I know. But as, as you, like, zone in, you focus on the show, and you're like, oh, I'm going to laugh. This everyone is else is funny, too. Yeah. yeah, and uh, so that and or I'm sorry, everyone else is laughing. That's what I meant. Thinking, I, I like, I was like, oh, like I'm gonna support him. I don't know how well he'll do. Like, I hope he's not nervous. That they're like, I thought, I thought. Oh, the other comedians? No, you. I thought you would be really nervous because there's a bunch of people that you know. Oh yeah, that that's. You know what's funny? I thought I was gonna be nervous too, but then like while I was in the green room, sitting in the sitting in the back, I was like, dude. You guys are all here to see me. I've been working on these jokes for years. I mean, some of these jokes for years, some of these jokes for a while, like for months. I mean, I've been repeating it over and over. I saw these jokes kill, and I saw these jokes bomb. <laughs> In the end, I'm going to have fun. And then as soon as she just mentioned my Instagram before even saying my name, everyone was cheering. I was like, oh, this is, this is going to be in the bag. And honestly, my opener, the working out joke, that I swear to God, that's how I know how the show is going to go. Interesting. Yeah. Because I've been doing it for so long, the same, the same like, set. I was working it out for a you month and a half over. Right away. Exactly. Like, right when I said, like... Everyone's with it. The premise that... As soon as I said, two, like, that joke, that 220 joke, and then, like, keep going, and that... Can you really big, bench 220? I could bench 225, but... it's either. Thanks, brother. I'm in the two-play game. <laughs> I'm a long way from that. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm not married or anything. You know, you don't, I don't have that. Like, no excuse. No <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, like, th as soon as I got that, like, big laugh, I, I in my head, I go, it I have, I was like this, I have the audience in the palm of my hand. I really thought that. I was like, oh, I got this in the bag. That's awesome. Because you really just, like I said, I've been working on this so much, this set list. I've been doing, getting on stage so many times where it's like, oh, this is just another show that I've done, you know? Um, how, alhamdulillah. It's great. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Uh, how is it balancing everything? Because you still have accounting job. job. Yeah. You still do accounting? So do I right taxes? now. Do yeah, I do, I do my own taxes. No, no, no. But do you do, you do taxes? No, no, no. I – so uh, have you heard of Robert Half? Yes. They have a branch in I, 
Bro, I, that's where I was. I just left them uh, in January. Were you an SPS? Yes. Really? Yeah. That's what I'm doing right now. Really? Wallah. That's awesome. Wait, so you're like getting paid while on bench time? No, 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 no. I, you, like I, I got a new job. I work at a CBA firm now. No, no, but I'm saying when you were in Robert yes, Half. Yes, Oh, so you were a salaried professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. what I'm doing right now in Robert Half. I love it. Where are you at? Uh, like, what is your project right now? So right now I'm on bench time. I became, really? yeah. So, so I, uh, I just wrapped up my, the last project with this denim company, um, on Wednesday before I left Thursday and they were like, Hey, they actually just gave me a raise because I've been having really good reviews. Nice. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. They gave me a raise. And, uh, uh, while I was on Friday, they, they just set up two interviews. I have a phone interview Tuesday. Yeah, so I land Monday, so phone interview Tuesday at 10, and then an in-person interview at 3. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, I love that job. Yeah. It's great. It's like, I will be... Do, you do what you need to do. Yeah, it's like, imagine, like, it's it's so cool, like, going into a company and knowing that you're going to leave in three months. and so, It's like my dating life, honestly. <laughs> but, no, it's... Like you know, you know that feeling of like Your girlfriend's gonna see his. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. No, but uh, do you know that feeling of like just leaving a job, uh, like you're you're quitting and and you know it's like you don't have to deal with free. the issues anymore and you're free. Yeah. I get that feeling three times a year. Isn't that fantastic? And <laughs> um, no, it, it's 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 fantastic because you know you're gonna get another job within mm-hmm. a week or two. Yeah. I mean, Other as long as I do my job right, I'm the temp, and th- and that's yeah. cool. Like they all know I'm the temp. I do what they want me to do, and I do a good job at it. Mm-hmm. And I try. I really put effort into the jobs that they put me on. Cause as soon as I get off work, I'm like, all right, let's do some comedy. You know, let's get let's get on stage and write some jokes. What you know? I liked about it, it was uh, like the place that I was uh, I was doing work at. They were like, we don't we we don't want you working over. Okay. Yeah. That, now and I that's, can, that th- gave me more time dude, to do the podcast and yeah. movies, to hang out with the wife, family. Yeah, and that's same thing. Same on my side of at Robert Half right now. All the projects they put me on so far, they don't want me to work overtime. Mm-hmm. So I, as soon as fi- my eight hours hit, you know, and some of the jobs I'd be like, can I come in at seven, leave at four? They say, they will say, they say, sure. Very flexible How do you time. Do that. Because then don't you – okay. Well, what's cool about L.A. is they know everyone. They know traffic sucks. They uh-huh. know that everyone has a side project that they're so doing. So everyone is always late to work, right? Um, not necessarily. Um, no, not necessarily. It's more uh, – well, the traffic. Everyone understands that traffic is traffic. shitty, especially That's during true. the fires. Oh, my God. It was – terrible um during fire season <laughs> That's crazy. but it's a thing <laughs> yeah it's a thing but uh no like my managers know like the people who like put me in different jobs they know i do stand up on the side they know i do stand up at night do you tell and they're supportive you go, uh, like robert the, they know yeah my robert have team yeah shout out to punit, <laughs> punit? <laughs> yeah nice. she's she's like the one who she's like uh She's the one that hired me and yeah. put me on the team. And, uh, well, her and Luke, this guy, whatever. Doesn't matter. Now I'm just saying <laughs> redundant information. But she, she literally was like, yeah, you can, you know, she was like, the SPS is perfect for you, which is great. I mean, I don't have to. And also, the, 
my favorite thing about working as a consultant for them is as soon as I leave work, I don't take work home with me. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. That's like I get I off that. work, I'm done. Yeah, exactly. You're you're done. Um, yeah, my job now uh, at the CPA firm, it's like it's we're in the midst of tax season, March, April time, and yeah. it is it is just long long work days. Goes home with you, work from home. It stays with me, and it mm. sucks, mm-hmm. but it's part of it, and I enjoy it. Yeah, ultimately. But so what I was trying to get to is how do you balance so that you're working forty hours a week on your day job, and then you have you have com- uh, comedy at night. How long? Like, how do you balance that? How do you sleep? Like, what is your schedule? <laughs> yeah, um, I think I mentioned it on my last podcast. I have a planner. <laughs> oh, right. You know, and I, I write out everything. Every week, I write out what I'm going to do today. Every morning, I make sure I have all my stuff done. So I get off work. I'm like, okay, I have a mic. Let's say Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I get off. I get off work at four. I especially I have a mic at five. So I get to get off work at four. I get to my mic. mic at five. Yeah, I have a mic every Wednesday and Sunday at five. I do my mic. I host it, and then I hit another. Uh, I hit another mic, and then I hit one more mic after that. So I hit three mics after work, and then by the time I'm done, I try to be done by nine thirty ten, and then I go home. Try to like, I pull up my laptop. I'm on bed. Bed. I pull up the audio of the of what I just did mm-hmm. and I uh, I put in my headphones and then I like you know add the tags or sometimes in my notebook I write the tag itself and then I punch it up from there um, you and every day sh- you listen to what you yeah put out yeah I I listen I listen to my whole set and you know and I swear to God this is true you're uh, um, when I watch the when I'm the tape that for my show is great fantastic but you already s- watched it? No, not yet. Oh. But I already know when I rewatch it, I'm gonna I'm gonna cringe. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck! I should have done this. Find oh, something. I'm gonna find something to be disappointed about. You know, yeah. I love pain. Um, <laughs> but uh, but that's just that. But I was uh, I was talking to a pro. The, I talked to a veteran comic about it. He goes, that feeling will never go away. Really? Yeah. Well. But um, what I have had like realized myself was when I record a set, mm-hmm. people remember how you made them feel, not what the set was, not exactly the semantics. You know, mm-hmm. you know. That's how, what like, I'm saying. Like I could watch your show. You again could watch my show it. again because the feeling you had yeah. after you left was great. Yeah. You're not gonna. I'm and if you if if I asked you, oh, what were the jokes? You'd be like, ah, oh, you said this one thing about this Yemenis, and you one thing. Arabs. Yeah, and then you talked about working out. And then you talked about you know yeah. like you know uh, white I people. I really like. <laughs> I really can't think of what you. Yeah. You can't, but can't. but but that's the thing. But the feeling is what yeah, you remember. Yeah, so that's no, why I, I could like it. I could listen. You know, I could re you know rewatch the, the like the I could listen to the audio or rewatch the show, and I I'd be like cringing a little bit, but at the same time like relax, dude. Like they all felt good. Everyone and I remind myself, you know, that they didn't feel. But unless I'm listening to a bomb, and I'm just like. <laughs> Let me rewind that. Yeah, that's like the worst. Um, How often do you bomb? 
I bomb last week, man. <laughs> I really? bomb all the time. Yeah, man. Okay, I was testing to see if you'd be honest. Yeah, man. I bomb all the time, dude. <laughs> the hell? Uh, Hamza Qatan brought up, he was like, man, he goes, he was talking about two years ago, February of 2018. I don't remember the exact date. I had the biggest bomb of my life. The big it was at Dallas Comedy House. I was hosting. They messed up the. There was like an uh, people didn't come in. They messed up with the announcement of the show. So while I'm on stage, people are still coming in. The mic was messed up, so people couldn't hear me. Mm. It was just an overall shit show. <laughs> I was nervous. I was clearly nervous. The jokes didn't hit right. Bad joke writing. I haven't been doing stand up that long. And it was the worst bomb of my life. Was it recorded? There was a recording. It's in my computer. <laughs> Do you have like two folders? Like one for the bomb? No, I just have a folder of all the videos and uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, that, like it's. I think about it. And Khatan brought it up last night. And he was like, dude, from that show, he was like, that's when I was like worried for you because it was so bad. <laughs> And I was like, thanks with the honesty. But he was like, but he was like backing up. He was like, like I said, you were never like terrible. You were just nervous and like yeah, you yeah, had, pot- you needed work to do, which is mm-hmm. complete. I, I'm, I still did amazing. I still have work to do, you know? That goes for any co- comedian. It never stops. Now. It and never stops. In, it's like they, they're funny now, 20 years in, but five years in, they probably were terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they were cracking jokes with their buddies, and people thought they were funny, but it's different when you're on stage. It's a never-ending process. Like, even think about... <laughs> try to get your stomach on the street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Right, let's try again. You've been hitting the gym. <laughs> Look at that six-pack. No, that's a little bit of gut. I have a, a four-pack. Um, <laughs> what time are we at? We are just under an hour. Wow. It blew over. That flew away. I hope I was interesting. Dude, it was great. Thank you. It's always great. I'm sure you got stuff going on after we're actually going to go catch a movie. Nice. What, uh, do you have any last questions before we wrap it up? Because you still got to tell me what you were going to tell me off camera. (laughs) Oh, right, right. I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell you that. Um, no, I think that, that covers everything. I'm sure when you're back, Anytime, anytime. Every time I'm back, I'm kind. I'll be back in October and I'll be headlining. Okay, I'm coming to that show and then we're doing a podcast. Maybe either before or after. After, after it. Let's do it. uh, Let's do it after. Let's do it after. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When you headline, is it going to be more time? Yeah, twenty-five, thirty minutes. What was you did fifteen? Yeah. That guy, that guy that followed you, he cut it short. Oh yeah. He, he. Pretty much bombed in my opinion. <laughs> I was fake laughing. He's one of the him. best comics I know. Really? Yeah. Maybe it was just the energy, cause like I'm a very high energy, you know, joke, yeah. joke, joke, joke. He's very like calm and like you know conversation and that. that yeah. And that, you know what's crazy about that? When you said that, I, I thought of uh, just because last there night. are people who were coming. They loved Brad. They loved the headliner too. So. Really? Yeah, and I think he's one of the best. I really do. He's is he just local, Dallas? No, no, no. He lives in L.A. I had him headline my first produced show in L.A. Wow. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, maybe it was just a tough follow because. Yeah, I'm sure. He's I mean, he even knew that. Yeah. So. 
But but what that reminds me of is uh, last night the fight. I don't know. Do you watch UFC? Ah, uh, rarely. So last night, okay, the co- the co-main event was two women. Uh, Wei Li, Zhang Wei Li, Chinese champion, versus Joanna Young Jacek, Polish chick, uh, who had a boob job. Yeah. And she used to be the champ. So it was like a big fight. They're fighting. It was an instant classic. They, it was nonstop action. We have to pull up how she ended up looking. Both of them? No, 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 no. Uh, here. So, Joanna. And let's, let's show this here. Sorry, I'm not Jamie level <laughs> yet. So here we go like this. So you see her? Pretty? She's kind of pretty. Yeah. This is how she looked after the fight. Whoa. Did she win or lose? She lost. Oh, man. But it was nonstop action. Like, like look, yeah. she went from that to that. <laughs> she looks like an alien. <laughs> uh, have you seen Elephant Man? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It's a movie about um, a disfigured human. <laughs> oh my god! What are those things in Star Trek? Star Trek? Spock? Is that what it is? Species? No, it was like a Kling- Klingon. Oh, Klingon. Klingons. <laughs> That's what I thought. But anyway, so so it was a. It was um, it was a crazy it was a crazy fight. And you're saying the fight after the fight what? after, which was the main fight, was not as great. It was nowhere near as great, and everyone was booing because there wasn't as much action. Which yeah. if the fight Dude, UFC the, fans are fucking <laughs> insane. I was I was at the fight in Houston, yeah. uh, John Jones, and the February card. And uh, man, it is. That was my first fight in person. It was it was really fun. Yeah. But uh, but it's crazy how it's like the head the the main fight which followed the co-main fight. It it's like it was it was it was too hard to follow. Yeah. Because it was like it is an instant classic. It'll go down in history as the one of the. It was. They said it was the greatest women's MMA fight ever. And then. Obviously, the main fight, which was Yoel Romero and uh, Israel Adesanya, it's like they were they're amazing fighters, but it just it yeah. didn't, no one enjoyed it because of exactly. the it's fight the it's, it's the energy the energy <laughs> yeah. not there they're just bouncing around and, and uh, everyone's like we want to see more action. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, yeah, we, we we did a we did an hour and uh, I really enjoyed it. Thank yeah. you so much for coming. Of course. It's always great having you here. And until next time, we'll see y'all. Tell everyone where they can uh, F- uh, follow me on Instagram, Ahmed from Dallas, A H M E D from Dallas. All right, All right guys, guys. We will see y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, we're out. <laughs> Dude, that was-